today we're going to be taking a look at composition stoichiometry. Now stoichiometry is a pretty scary sounding word, but really it just means the measurement and calculation of chemical quantities in some way. Uh, it's kind of a scary sounding word coming from uh, Greek for uh, words for element and to measure. And there's really two main branches of stoichiometry. There's composition stoichiometry, which is really what we're going to focus on today, looking at the relationships um, mass-wise of elements within a compound. So within one substance, what are those mass relationships going to look like? There's also something that we'll look at second semester, reaction stoichiometry, is connecting the bridge from one substance to another one, separate substances within a chemical reaction. But that piece we'll save for second semester. Today we're going to look at that uh, percent composition first, then our empirical and molecular formulas. For percent composition, uh, really like any percentage, you're looking at one particular piece of something as compared to the whole. And percent composition refers to the percentage by mass of every element that's present in a compound. So the steps are going to sound really more confusing, I think, than they really are. You're going to first look at the mass of each element individually, divide that value by the total mass of the compound. The multiply by 100 is really to just convert your answer into a percentage. And then you're going to do this separately for each element in the compound. Sounds complicated, but very, very easy. Let's take a look at an example to walk it through. Here's what it'll look like. Total mass of an element. And by mass, I'm referring to molar mass from the periodic table. So the ma molar mass for just the element that's there, and if there's more than one of that element, you do need a combined total. Divide by, I'm sorry, divide that by the molar mass of the entire compound and then convert that into a percentage. That'll give you an answer for uh, each element that's present. So for example, if I want to find the percent composition of water, water's got two hydrogens and one oxygen. So I would get the total molar mass of the entire molecule. Adding up two hydrogens and one oxygen gives me just over 18 grams per mole. And now I'm going to figure out what proportion of this 18 grams is coming from the hydrogen, what proportion of that is coming from the oxygen. So the hydrogen part of this formula is two hydrogens. So I'd look up my molar mass from the periodic table times two because there are two hydrogens there. This gives me the total mass coming from hydrogen. For oxygen, I only have one of them, so I look that up. That gives me the total mass coming from the oxygen. Now I'm dividing total mass that comes from hydrogen by the total mass that comes from the entire formula, the H2O. That'll give me the percentage that's hydrogen. And then do the same thing with the oxygen number. Oxygen divided by the grand total gives me the percentage that is oxygen. This means that in any sample of water, 11.19% of the mass from that sample comes from hydrogen atoms. 88.81% of the mass for that sample comes from oxygen atoms. So here's one for you to try. Take a moment, pause the podcast, see what you can do. percent composition for this substance, because you've got three elements, you should have three different answers. Find the molar mass of the entire molecule. When you add it all up, you get 102.13. Then you take the mass of the five carbons all together, divide this by 102.13. That'll give me my percent carbon. Take my total mass of all 10 hydrogens, divide that by the total. That'll give me my percentage coming from hydrogen. Take my mass of all the oxygens, divide that by the total, that'll give me the percentage oxygen. 
One hint, by the way, to see if you're on the right track, all of these percentages should add up to something pretty close to 100. It might not be exact. It could be, you know, 99 point something percent, 101 point something percent based on rounding differences in between, but it should be in the neighborhood of 100% total. Some other percentages that you can use. Okay, the term percent composition really is referring to something like this, where you have a separate answer for every element. But sometimes you might only care about one element within the compound. So if instead of saying percent composition, I say percent and then just name an element, it means you only have to give me the answer for the one element I'm interested in, as opposed to an answer for all elements separately. You could also find the percentage of one component of a more complicated substance. It could be uh, one substance in a mixture. It could be something that's a kind of a special case that we'll be looking at uh, later on, something called a hydrated crystal, where you've got water molecules kind of embedded in a crystal. Uh, but either way, no matter what kind of percentage you're looking at, just think of it as the part you're interested in, whatever that part may be, over the grand total of everything that's there. So the part over the whole will be any kind of percentage you could need. So here's an example of that sort of special compound I was talking about. I'm looking for a percentage of water in this whole big crystal here. Here's my formula. Know that this symbol, by the way, is not multiplication. Okay, do not multiply. This is just showing that I have a crystal in which there are five water molecules nearby every one of these molecules, but they're not chemically bonded. So it's really a mixture type deal. So if I wanted to find the percentage of water found in this ugly thing, the part I'm interested in would be the mass of five water molecules divided by the whole, the grand total, would be the mass of everything. The copper, the sulfur, the four oxygens, and the five water molecules all together would be the grand total mass. So like any percentage, the part I want divided by the grand total. So here's one for you to try. A couple more challenging. Take a moment, see what you can do. So for your percentage of water, if you get 67.5%, you're in good shape. Just like the last example, add up the nine water molecules, divide that by the grand total of everything in the formula. That should give us my 67.5%. This last question is a little bit more challenging in that now you had to apply that percentage. I have 67 grams total of this whole thing. I would first need to figure out what percentage of this formula comes from nitrogen. So if you find percent composition like we had done in the previous slides, you'll find that 25.94% of this formula comes from the nitrogen atoms. That means 25.94% of the sample I have comes from the nitrogen. So if you take this percentage of 67, that'll give you how many grams of nitrogen were actually in that sample. Which you could always go back and double check. If I had 17.4 grams of nitrogen and 67.0 grams of stuff total, that is going to give me that 25.94%. Now we've got percent composition, we can look at two different formulas that are talking about mass relationships. Empirical formula is a lowest whole number ratio of elements that are in a compound. And we start here because this is calculated from a percent composition, which we can do by experiment. Then we move to a molecular formula, which tells us what the molecule actually looks like. Sometimes the molecular formula is the same as the empirical formula. Sometimes it is a multiple of that empirical formula. 
but this tells me what does the molecule actually look like as it exists. Sometimes it's simple, sometimes it's complicated. And we'll look at how we calculate these. So again, this is another case of the steps are going to sound really confusing, but when we walk this through with an example, it'll be a little bit more clear. Basically, we're starting with percent compositions, using those percent compositions as grams, changing grams to moles, so you'll have some one-step mole conversion problems, and then you're finding that lowest whole number ratio. To do that, you divide each answer you get at step two by whichever answer was the smallest. Hopefully, that is a whole number ratio at that point. Then once you have this whole number ratio, you're going to use those as the subscripts for your formula. Let's see what this actually looks like. So here's an example. If I want to calculate the empirical formula of a compound that has this percent composition, I take each of these percentages and just rewrite that number as grams. So cross that out, grams instead. Then I've got one-step mole conversion problems. I'm going from grams to moles. That gives me this answer and this answer. Doing this separately for each element. So then you've got two mole answers here. I've got moles for sodium, moles for oxygen. Next step was to take a look at your mole answers here and divide both of them by whichever was smallest. So I've got my 1.61 moles of oxygen was the smaller of the two answers. Therefore, I divided both mole answers by this smallest one. That's going to give me my lowest whole number ratio. This one anything divided by itself is one. This one comes out pretty darn close to two. So I've got pretty close to a whole number ratio. I then use those whole number ratio answers as the subscripts for those elements. As far as the order you put it in, I will present the question in the correct order. So whichever order I list those elements in, that's the order you want to keep it to write a formula. Now what happens if at this stage right here, you don't get a whole number ratio. What if it was 1 and 2.5, or 1 and 2.3, or whatever? If you don't get a whole number ratio, you may have to multiply the whole thing by some whole number. So for example here, I got 1 and 1.5 as my subscripts. Can't have a fraction of an atom, so 1 and 1.5, if I take that whole thing and multiply it by 2, that brings me up to a whole number ratio again. Having to multiply by 2 is the most common. If you get any halves like this in your whole number ratios, multiply the whole thing by 2. More common, or less commonly, I should say, other fractions could happen. 0.25, multiply the whole thing by 4. A third or two-thirds, multiply the whole thing by 3. All right, here's one for you to try. Here's what you should have. Take each of those numbers to start with. Here they were already in grams. Grams to moles for each element, take your two mole answers, figure out which one is the smallest, divide both answers by that smallest number, and then you look for your ratio. Here it did not come out as whole numbers right away. I had a 1 and a 1.5, so I had to multiply the whole thing by 2. That gave me my lowest whole number ratio. And then those became my subscripts. So Fe2O3 is my lowest whole number ratio. One more to try. Same process. This time you had three different elements instead of two, but otherwise the process is the same. Grams to moles for each element separately. Once you find your mole answers, divide all of them by whichever was the smallest. And in this case, it did come out to a whole number ratio right away. 
so those become your subscripts. Last thing we'll look at is the true formula, the molecular formula. Sometimes it's the same as an empirical formula, sometimes it's a multiple. Uh, if we look at the steps and then walk it through with an example, calculate first the empirical formula mass, which really is just the molar mass of the empirical formula. So you will either be given the empirical formula or you will have just calculated it. Then you're going to divide a molar mass, which is given to you in the question, by that empirical formula mass. Multiply all the subscripts by the answer that you get. Sounds confusing, but here's an example. I've got an empirical formula, HO, given a molar mass of 34 grams. Now you're just looking for a ratio. Take the molar mass given to you, divide it by the molar mass of the empirical formula when you add it up yourself on a periodic table. Gives me a whole number. Multiply all the subscripts by that whole number. So since I got a whole number of two, I multiply each one here, each subscript, by two. Try one for yourself. All right, so first you got to take that empirical formula given to you, add up its molar mass, one nitrogen and two oxygens adds up to 46 grams. Then you have a molar mass given to you in the question. This is the molar mass of the empirical formula. So I take that molar mass given to me in the question, divide it by the molar mass I just calculated for the empirical formula, gives me a whole number, multiply that whole number by each subscript in your empirical formula. So 2 times 1 gives me 2 nitrogens, 2 times 2 gives me 4 oxygens. This answer right here won't always be a 2, by the way, but that is pretty common. That is it.